0: This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. Rutherford County's place the talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about
1: it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance in here we've got your local sports fix it's all
0: sports talk on news radio wgns
2: good afternoon welcome to all sports talk on a tuesday hope everybody's having a great day had a great weekend we're going to talk some high school football here in a minute but did want to mention that um We don't talk a lot about the Nashville Preds, but uh, Pekka Rennie retired today. And uh, certainly when you name out Predators' names, that's one of them. Been a great goalie. Made his home in Nashville. Um, Super guy. Had a hell of a run and has decided it's time. So congratulations to Pecky. He will be missed. Uh, Got the All-Star game tonight. What a uh, incredible home run uh, derby between Pete Alonzo and uh, Trey Mancini from the Orioles uh, last night. Former MTSU um, pitcher Aaron Brown, and I say former, because he was drafted in the ninth round yesterday by the Astros, and in that slot uh, projected make about $160,000 signing bonus. So, he had a great season. So, congratulations to him. Uh, For us Bravo fans, somber day over the weekend. Ronald Acuna out with a torn ACL for the rest of the year. And uh, Riverdale's Brandon Kennard is committed to MTSU. So, um, outstanding running back. Going to keep it close to home, evidently. Of course, remember commitments are non-binding well speaking of high school football the guru murphy fair will join us today murphy for many years has put out his um high school football magazine i believe that thing is um uh, about to be printed or has been printed and uh so murph uh, thanks for joining us today
3: hey thanks for having me monty always good to talk to you on gns it's uh yeah, it's hard to believe high school football season's already here. I think seven-on-sevens are going on at multiple high schools here in Rutherford County, uh, have been most of the week. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're deep into it already and still have several weeks before the season officially begins.
2: Uh, Riverdale, matter of fact, is holding their big one tomorrow, and they have one of the bigger ones. Uh, they've got like 40-something teams. Talked to Coach Kreisky yesterday. They were out painting the fields. I mean, they use various different fields and you know that seven on seven thing has kind of become a unique phenomena over the years and you know you even even teams that are not big passing teams they still do use it because um it's you know it's particularly good for the quarterback and i think really the defensive backs going against live different competition you know because i mean if X team um, is going against their ones. They're going to run their own plays, so you, you go against semi-live competition against people that you're unaccustomed to going with, like you're going to in the regular season.
3: Yeah, and I think they've uh, they've. Had, I think there were several went on last week. I understand Macon County, a 4A high school, uh, was involved in one in shelvable that had multiple 6A teams and Macon County traditionally not a strong passing team ended up winning the whole thing. So uh, it does does kind of test you a little bit and and, uh, I guess let the coaches know maybe where uh, where they need to focus, like you said, especially on the defensive side of the ball.
2: I know you've dealt with many coaches across the state in the past year and a half or so. I'm sure they're just glad they were able to have a spring practice. Heck, Rock Bale has never had one till this year and, um, and get to go through a normal summer, which they weren't able to last year. That's, uh, and I think if you watch football early last year, Murphy, um, you could tell um, that teams were not up to par. It was pretty sloppy for really a good a good month.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of them had uh, had a lot of unanswered questions that never did get answered, even after a, a, a somewhat of a of a, a preseason, uh, if you will. And those poor kids in Memphis never did get to play a snap—not the entire season. And uh, I, I think coaches, for the most part, all across the state that I've been talking to the last three or four months or so in preparing the magazine, uh, they're all just very thankful. Uh, to have what hopefully will be somewhat of a uh, normal season. You know, they're, they're back in the weight room. They're back on the practice field like they were a couple of years ago. And I think they've all realized that uh, they were lucky to get through it as well as they did. We lost a great coach at Colt field, uh, uh, Keith Henry, just a, just a great, great guy uh, who we lost due to COVID. And uh, I guess we were probably very fortunate that that's the only one we lost.
2: Yeah, I mean, we were fortunate to um, get a season in. And, you know, I think a lot of people at times, even myself, have been somewhat critical of the TSSAA for some of its guidelines and rules. And I know there was some bitterness in Memphis. Uh, They felt like nobody should play if they couldn't play. And, I don't think that's the right attitude to have. Um I thought uh, Bernard Childress the the director uh of the of the TWA did a good job of trying to take what was a horrible situation and make it possible for those kids to get out and play cuz you know we've been around this a long time. You know 95% of those kids when they walk off the field as a senior, that they're done playing football.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true, Monty. And, uh, uh, an interesting side note, I've, I've talked to some officials in Williamson County, um, uh, and last year during the regular season, their countywide athletic director was receiving daily calls from parents all over the country, primarily in California because they dumped all sports last year, uh, and a lot of those people have since moved to Tennessee just so their son could have played this past year and obviously this next year, too, because Tennessee's getting to be such a recruiting hotbed for a Power Five conference schools all over the country. It's, uh, it's amazing how many, uh, how many different players from all parts of the country, like I said, especially California, are now now playing high school football in Tennessee uh, because uh, we're able to play here and were able to play this past year.
2: That'll be a good topic we can touch on here in a second, Murph. Um, You're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. This is Ron Hall. When the unexpected happens, Fair Construction can help you whether there's a vehicle in your business or your home that's not supposed to be there. It's in the news, a car through the front door. We can board it up where the place is secure and deal with your insurance company to get it back to its previous condition. When the unexpected happens, call Fair Construction Company. This is Ron Hall with Fair
1: Construction. Call 615-893-6120.
0: In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to
2: All Sports Talk. Murphy Fair with uh, Murphy Fair's uh, High School Magazine Join us today. We will get into that. Uh, Murph, you talked about Tennessee becoming a big hotbed in um I don't think you have to look any further than Rutherford County, um, where we are now versus 25 years ago. Let's say back in my early earlier years at uh, the DNJ. I mean, there's kids committing left and right. I mean, I talked to uh, Kevin Creasy, the coach at Oakland, yesterday. He mentioned a kid that's been offered by Marshall, a kid from eastern Kentucky. And, I mean, we do kind of get wrapped up in the power five. And there's a lot of kids from here going to Power Fives or the other five. But there's kids going to Division II uh, all over the place in Tennessee these days.
3: Yeah, there really are. And I think it's changed in the Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, I think probably most of your listeners know that they had a, I guess you could call it a split season. They actually had, had their, what was traditionally spring practice, they had last fall in this past spring they played their fall conference schedule and I think that's probably thrown their recruiting calendar off a little bit just a little speculation on my part Uh, but it seems as though in the past most of those OVC schools would wait and start making offers after all the power five people if you will uh, made their offers and, and scraped the cream off of the top of the of the pile so to speak but those schools now are are like you said they're they're going ahead and and making those offers now and and letting those young athletes realize that hey maybe playing uh maybe playing at tennessee tech or austin p or murray state or ut martin would be better than sitting on the sideline of a power five school
2: yeah and you know you throw the transfer portal in there and um Certainly, in basketball, uh, it's cre- it's created less opportunities for high school kids, which I hate to see that. But um, nonetheless, um, you know, it's still the state of Tennessee. I remember again going back and showing my age. Um, if you had 25 bona fide power five players out of Tennessee, that was a pretty good year. You know, all the while Florida was having 350. Uh, that is, has totally changed, and I think you're right. A lot of it's because people are moving in here.
3: Yeah, I think so. And it's, just in the last two or three years, I have met recruiting coordinators from Stanford, from Ohio State, from LSU. Uh, those are three pretty, pretty strong uh, football programs uh, from prestigious conferences, and I've met them on the sideline at ball games uh, in the fall. So um, those, re- those recruiting guys are not just flying over or driving through Tennessee. It's now a destination location uh, to, to look for, for high school athletes. Uh, I think the one thing, Monty, that probably concerns me a little bit, though, is what you mentioned, the uh, 25 scholarship offers per year at, at most of those Power 5 schools. Uh, they're making offers to 35 or 40 or 45 kids. And, and somebody's balloons getting burst on a regular basis uh, when reality sets in, I'm afraid.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. They do oversign or, you know, offer, and then they'll pull the offer to last minute, and that leaves a kid and their family uh, scrambling, un- unfortunately. But, um, you know, uh, the football in Rutherford County is booming. Uh, we know that. Um, you know, you had Jacoby Stevens just got drafted by the Eagles played out at Oakland. You've got Woody Washington at Oklahoma. You've got Master T at Ohio State. So some of the best football's being played in our own backyard. And you know, a lot of people may not have a, a dog in the hunt one way or the other, but if you want to see top notch high school football, you you, you can just drive drive right down the road, can't you?
3: Well you really can. And look and look just in the last five or five or ten years uh of baseball. Uh, signees, you yeah. know, from Blackman and from Smyrna and other places that we're watching play uh, on TV on Saturdays and Sundays. It's just it's just amazing uh, how many kids uh, are signing seven-figure contracts that you and I watched uh, on Friday nights, uh, not all that many years ago.
2: All right, Murphy, let's get into your magazine. Take us back in time how this started and how many years you've been doing it where people can get it and what's all in it
3: well it's a a hobby that turned into a full time vocation this is the 34th year of the magazine and I consider myself uh, to be uh, one of the most blessed people uh, anywhere in the southeast because I get to associate with the uh, uh, Kevin Creasy's and the Will Hesters and the Uh, All the guys that are, you know, 300-plus head football coaches, and I only mentioned two, but there's a bunch of just really, really great guys that are considered among the best, Uh, not only in Tennessee but in the country. I saw an article the other day about Gary Rankin, the all-time winningest high school coach in the state of Tennessee, and it wouldn't surprise me if Gary doesn't stick around for two or three more years just to hit that 500-win plateau that only a small handful of uh, high school coaches uh, get to get to do in their career, but 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 to hang around those guys and, and to watch 15 and 16 year old kids that you know in in five or six years are are going to be part of the NFL draft. It's uh, it's pretty special, I think, and uh, I've been very blessed to do what I do. Uh, for for 34 years now, as far as the magazines concerned, I actually started uh, writing for my high school in Arizona. Uh, was writing for three different newspapers. I wasn't athletic enough to play myself, but I found that I could ride the team bus uh, uh, w- w- with all the athletes <laughs> to all the ball games to report on them. And uh, it—I guess I should have known a long, long time ago that this might be coming, but I never dreamed about it being a. Uh, a full-time vocation. I've been very fortunate.
2: Okay, um, I guess it's at the printers. I guess it's about done or is done. Um, where will people uh, be able to get it around here?
3: Well, I don't have any retail outlets around here. I, I, I did have several uh, a, a convenience store chain, but they've elected the last couple of years because of COVID. Uh, not to to carry the magazine. Uh, I was not so much surprised about it last year. I was somewhat this year, uh, but I'm selling more magazines than I ever have. Uh, I would suggest that either you look at my website and find instructions there on how to order one through the mail, and that website is just simply murphyfair.com, or they can check with their local high school coach or booster club. Virtually every high school in Rutherford County their booster club has ordered copies of the magazine. And, uh, I'd say if you're active at all, uh, in any of those clubs, you could, you could probably get one there. i i sell those to the booster clubs at a wholesale price so they can make a little money off of the project. If I'm going to, if I'm going to have to pay somebody to sell my magazine, I'd rather put the put those dollars in the booster club uh, account uh, and and that's worked very well for me so check with your local coach or check my website murphyfair.com and uh, i'll be happy to put one on you real quick
2: well you get all the information you want uh murphy sends out a um survey to every team in tennessee that builds a football team and usually has very good participation in it i mean Coaches want their kids to get their names out there and, and things like that. So it has been very well received over the years. And also, you get um really a true, uh, to me, a true preseason state poll. Now, you know, polls are polls. That's it. And a lot of it's based off tradition and um, what you did last year. But it's really the first true poll that we get to look at, isn't it?
3: that's true and that poll is going to be on my website instead of in the magazine this year uh but each of the state's uh 40 plus uh regions whether it's division one or division two those are all uh preseason ranked according to the votes of the coaches uh and generally speaking you know as well as i do the teams that played in the blue cross bowl last december are the teams that are going to be preseason-ranked pretty high. It kind of falls that way uh, every year. The one thing that we have to watch out for this year is how many teams have changed classification. We're in a new classification period for these next two years, and as much as that affects football, it's really going to affect uh, basketball and spring sports because TWSAA has increased... Uh, by one more classification, there'll be four classes in basketball, four classes in baseball and softball, and so on. Uh, so we're really going to have to uh, keep those cheat sheets handy uh, these next couple of years to uh, to find out who's actually competing in the same classification with each other.
2: And, Murph, um, in that 6A poll, I've got a pretty good idea who's going to be number one in it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not rocket science, is it? No, it isn't. But uh Oakland uh, Oakland won it all last year and did so I think by starting eight sophomores on defense. That's pretty impressive. Uh that that team's gonna be pretty stingy when the other team has the football this year, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, I, I talked to Coach Creasy yesterday. He'll join us tomorrow if you wanna continue to hear about some high school football. Um and you know, you look at that team, I, I guess where they're they're most of their Damage uh, was done in terms of graduation was up front offensively although they do still have three starters back and you know when you got a Jordan Jordan James and an Antonio Patterson uh, in your backfield uh, that makes life a lot easier.
3: Well they've got the state's number one ranked running back according to 24-7 and the state's number one wide receiver uh, that, that shows you they're going to have a quite a bit of offensive firepower
1: for sure
2: we're joined today by murphy fair we'll take a quick break we'll be right back and chip walters will join us with the blue raider insider report
1: Good afternoon. Still looks good right now. Coming down 24 out of Davidson County in and through Rutherford County. Just lots of radar continues on 24 this afternoon as you head out towards Manchester, 840. We saw some earlier about an hour ago over just past Jefferson Pike. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out online at gatlinburgwinecellar.com. I'm Commander Chunk. You're on time traffic.
0: If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing.
1: News, traffic, weather, and fun. (laughs) Don't miss
0: the Wake Up. <laughs> Pro with John, Brian, and Dalton. News traffic weathering on weekday yeah, mornings from nice 6 one. until swap and shop. Parks Auction, we handle everything.
1: You have a staff that comes to your home, they tell you what to do, they walk you through it. It's been my experience. That what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it.
0: Visit our website at parksauction.com.
1: Hi there, Parks high. Auction eight nine six forty-six hundred. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters
2: zero zero eight five zero and let me
1: help you save by combining your home and auto
0: it's time show your true
1: blue blue raiders it's time for the blue raider insider report with chip walters sponsored by mike tanzel with my team insurance steve ruckert and rai advisors and wayne blair with rayburn insurance
0: go blue raiders
4: Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk Major League Draft and Blue Raider Baseball. Middle Tennessee right-hander Aaron Brown was selected by the Houston Astros with the 268th pick in the ninth round of Major League Baseball's first-year player draft. Brown becomes the first Blue Raider selected in the MLB draft since Aaron Antonini was taken in the 18th round by the St. Louis Cardinals in 2019. His six-foot, four-inch frame and ability to locate a mid to high 90s fastball and pitch deep into ballgames make him a solid addition to a roster at the professional level. Brown finished the season with the sixth highest single season strikeout total in program history with an astounding 113 strikeouts. that also placed him 25th nationally. His total of 113 to 15 strikeout to walk ratio in 85 innings of work was eighth best in the country. The Mount Juliet native also struck out 11 or more batters five times throughout the 2021 season and notched a career-high 13 punchouts against Memphis on March 19th. Well, during the 21 season, Brown was named Conference USA Pitcher of the Week, Tennessee Sportswriters Association Pitcher of the Week, earned a spot on the All-Conference USA second team and was selected As a member of the Conference USA All Tournament team. You know, if you've met Aaron Brown, he is an absolute Pro And will uh, it would be shocking to me if he does not have a very successful career in professional baseball. But congratulations to Aaron Brown. He was the Blue Raider ace this year, and he will do well in professional baseball. Speaking of other draft picks in Conference USA, there were a total of five players drafted in uh, the first nine rounds. Uh, Reed Trimble of Southern Miss was uh, the number six. 65 pick overall in the competitive balance round. Ryan Ox of Southern Miss went in the seventh round, number 22 overall. Hunter Gregory of Old Dominion went in the eighth round, number 242 overall. Parker Bates of Louisiana Tech went in the ninth round, number 259 overall. And Brown also in the ninth round, as we mentioned. So Conference USA continues to uh, supply really good players to the uh, professional ranks. All right, let's turn to some fan news. And this in Floyd Stadium, a little upgrade here for you folks. Middle Tennessee has announced an exciting new partnership with four tops, premium seating to provide added comfort for fans at football games at Floyd Stadium. The airflow mesh bleacher seat developed by Four Tops dries quickly after rain, prevents pressure points that traditional stadium seats can cause, and stays 30 to 50 degrees cooler than vinyl, plastic, or aluminum seating. Mesh chairback seats can be purchased for the entire 21 season for $45 each. Just contact the Blue Raider ticket office and these Seats will be permanently affixed to your seats in the stadium for the entire 2021 season. Who else has these? Well, Ohio State, Alabama, Virginia, Iowa, Colorado, North Carolina State, uh, UNC, TCU, many others. They've just completed, uh, adding these seats at Truist Park, at First Horizon Park in Nashville, Charlotte Motor Speedway, Plainsman Park at Auburn, and many other places around the country. Again, the great fan amenity right here uh, with the new seats from Four Tops. You can find all about it on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, that's it for me today. I'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. All right,
2: Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to you day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. We'll take a break and be right back.
4: Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb & Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. If you have a growing family, are you thinking about downsizing, are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Feeling stuck in a state of compensation stagnation? You know, another year without a raise. Then let me, State Farm Agent Deb Insull in Shelbyville, help you get to a better state with Discount Double Check that can stretch your hard-earned dollars a little further. I'll go through your car insurance to make sure you're getting all the discounts you deserve. Sounds good? Then get your budget to a better state by calling me, State Farm Agent Deb Insull in Shelbyville, today at 931-684-5274.
0: All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Murphy Fair joining us today. Uh, he puts out the Murphy Fair High School football magazine. If you're interested in that, uh, it's a good read. Um, you know, uh i tell you what you've saved a lot of sports writers over the years well, i always got one and if i was doing a preview all i had to do was uh look up the team the team i was covering that week and get the information so um you know whatever team you follow you can do the same although murph um and, and this is not an oakland show but um because of their success they've had a hard time getting games and um They're going to Mississippi. Uh, They've got a team from from Virginia coming in. They're playing CPA. They're playing South Pittsburgh. They were going to play a team from Boca Raton. That has been canceled because of COVID, so they picked up Beacon Hill. Uh, But their game against um, uh, the team from Mississippi, which has won two of the last three state champions down there, will be on ESPN at 2 o'clock on august twenty eighth, do you think it might be a little warm down there
3: i would think so (laughs) add humidity to that as well (laughs) my wife is from southern mississippi and uh uh yeah it's kind of like west tennessee i and i've got relatives in west tennessee but i just can't stay over there in the summertime very long the heat and humidity combined is just more than more than i'm ready for but that's uh that's what happens when uh, when you have the kind of su- success that the Patriots have had uh, the last several years. It really does become uh, uh, difficult to, to fill a ten game schedule. And I, for one, am really excited about this Oakland at South Pittsburgh uh, affair that's going to take place on down into the season. They've got a new coach down there. Coach Jones has uh, uh, a, he's a former South Pittsburgh player himself, who has been extremely successful in the canadian football league i think has won a couple of uh what do they call that the blue cup or the blue gray cup or something like that he's won uh, several championships up there and uh he said he wanted to wanted to find out what speed looked like and he'll certainly get a good dose of it when he uh hosts oakland sometime in i believe october
2: and one of the great venues to go to and um you know, South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina. South Pittsburgh is one of those programs where um, the town. I mean, it's it's the thing to do on Friday
3: nights. It doubles in population during the football season, for sure. They're uh, they're known as the Pirates, and they've got a big pirate ship in the uh, in the end, just off of the end zone there, and it's uh, it's uh, pretty neat. Every time they score, they they shoot a flame out of one of the cannons that's on that ship uh, there in the end zone. And uh, uh, it, it, you're right. It's uh, it's kind of like Hartsville. It's one of those great places to go on Friday nights in the fall.
2: Speaking of Hartsville, is there another Satterfield coaching there now?
3: There is. Uh, there is third-generation Satterfield now. It's Clint's on. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, as long as there has been a Satterfield coaching there, there's also been a Harper on the roster, it seems like, and they've got another one this year, uh, for sure. It's just one of those traditional things that, that in little towns like that, baseball and basketball are just something to do until spring practice and football rolls around in those communities.
2: You know, and speaking of those smaller communities, um, my buddy Floyd Walker, who's the head coach at Eagleville, um, really has raved, over the years how great
3: a atmosphere cornersville has it's now, amazing what has uh what has transitioned down there they've always been a pretty competitive program but they've never never been a dominating program uh until gerard randolph uh, the coach that's there now a former player at uh, giles county not too far away from his hometown in pulaski but that little community uh, is, a, is a special place to go on Friday night. It's, it's tailgating just like you're at a college football game. And uh, they certainly love their Bulldog football team. They've, they've captured a couple of uh, single-A state championships, uh, the last one just by a single point. Uh, but, uh, but it's a fun place to go on Fridays in the fall for sure.
2: Eagle Bill, one of those teams making a move, in classification, Murph, dropping down to 1A, but you could almost argue that they're the cl- the district their region that they're in this year is as tough or tougher than the one they were already in.
3: Oh, I think so. Uh, I think so. It'll be interesting to see. They've been very competitive. Uh, Coach Floyd's done a great job with that program down there, as as most of your listeners know. A former assistant under Boots Donnelly and several other coaches at MTSU but he's elected to, he's like that bad penny in your pocket. It just won't go away. (laughs) He's still around. Uh, I think at one time, three members of his staff were also former members of uh, Blue Raider football coaching staff. Uh, But he's done a great job with that relatively young program that's now probably, what, eight or ten years old, I guess. And it wouldn't surprise me if they don't surprise a few other people now that they're at 1A this fall.
2: Got a really good quarterback coming back for his senior year, too. Um, Murph, we've got a new look in Rutherford County. Um, Cookville, um, Coffee County, um,
3: Warren County,
2: and Warren County are gone. Um, And Stewart's Creek was the one taken out of North Rutherford County. Smyrna and Laverne are going up to play the Metro Schools. Uh, Stewart Creek. Uh, comes down here, but Stewart's Creek has proven to be the last, you know, three or four years, a pretty solid program.
3: You really have. And I really like their new young coach. I, I say new last year was his rookie year, but Ben Caudell, who I think played at Riverdale. Is that right?
2: I believe that. So yes,
3: um, he's done a really good job. One of the younger head football coaches in the entire state of Tennessee, but he's come in there like a veteran and, uh, um, really really lit a fire under that program. It had a good foundation when he stepped in, but I think he's he's doing a great job of taking it to the next level. I was kind of surprised the way they split uh, Stewart's Creek from from Smyrna and Laverne. Uh, I thought they would have kept all three of those in the same region, whichever way they went. The one thing that surprised me so much was the fact that Shelbyville a team that now is playing at six a. And I thought back in the spring before the regions were set that they were really going to have a tough road to hoe, uh, with having to play teams like Oakland and Riverdale and Blackman, but they moved to them. They moved them to that region that now that you just mentioned contains coffee County, Warren County, Cookville and a couple of others. And I think shovel will compete very well in that region. That's the region that will line up against, uh, the rest of Rutherford County, the Oakland Riverdale Blackman Siegel, uh region, uh, they won't have to catch those teams until the first round of the po- first or second round of the playoffs.
2: Yeah the Chevable coach is probably wiping the sweat off his head saying whoo, thank you and um, Coach Cadell's got to be thinking, what do we do? <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly the coach at Chevable didn't just dodge a bullet he dodged a mortar shell on that one.
2: We're joined today by Murphy Fair. We'll take our final break and be right back.
4: Folks, I hope you listen in every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then.
1: Good afternoon. Still looks good right now. Coming down 24 out of Davidson County in and through Rutherford County. Just lots of radar. It continues on 24 this afternoon as you head out towards Manchester, 840. We saw some earlier about an hour ago over just past Jefferson Pike. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar is home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out online at gatlinburgwinecellar.com. I'm Commander Chunk. You're on time traffic. We do it your way, Sur Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral preplanner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful, and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at
4: 615-893-2422. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living 895-3002 or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at wgnsradio.com.
2: Murphy Fair. Again, his high school magazine, you can get it by going to Murphyfair.com. There'll be instructions on how you can purchase that item. I had somebody from North Carolina call me last or email me last year wanting to get one of your magazines. So um, uh, the tradition lives on, Murphy.
3: Well, I've already got order forms that have come in from Indiana, Texas, uh, Louisiana, and Arkansas uh, seeking a copy of the magazine. Some of, some of these guys across the country, they, if, if there's a statewide magazine regarding high school football, uh, they're going to do their best to get a copy of it. But apparently, uh, I've been doing it longer than anybody else. I guess that lets you know how, how old I am or whatever. But, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I've been very blessed and, uh, uh still enjoy doing it very much.
2: Um, Murph, the playoffs are going to be tinkered a little bit, I guess. Um, typically, um, this region here in Rutherford County, the 6A region, has played um, um, the Mount Juliets, the, you know, whatever. Um, uh, where do they go now initially? do they Will they go play the Smyrnas and Laverne's?
3: Yeah. Uh. No, those are pretty much going to be, I think, and I don't have a bracket in front of me, but I think, uh, like I said, the the region that contains Cookville, Warren County, Coffee County, Shelbyville, uh, those are the teams that are going to line up against Oakland, Riverdale, Blackmon, and Seagull in the first three rounds of the playoffs. Uh, certainly the first two, but I think the first three rounds, they've they've shifted a lot of a lot of teams. I know where my kids went to school in Carthage at Smith County, they've always played against an Upper Cumberland group of schools. This year, three of the teams uh, in their new region are going to be inner-city Nashville schools. Stratford, White's Creek, and East Nashville. Uh, So, they're going to be going west in the playoffs instead of east in the playoffs. And probably the biggest single change is the fact that state championship games are not going to be in Cookville this year or next year. They've moved those to Finley Stadium in Chattanooga. Uh, so we've, we've all got to make different travel arrangements as far as state championship play is concerned this year.
2: Well, obviously, being a middle grad, I'm not a Tech fan by any stretch of the imagination. have a lot of friends that have gone to school there. respect them for that. Don't get me wrong. But pretty much everybody I talk to Um, was really very, very complimentary, particularly Coach Creasy, about the outpouring help, how well the community got involved with the Blue Cross Championships in Cookville. And those that have been there have found it to be a very good experience.
3: Well, I agree. The people were just uh, over-the-top friendly and courteous and hospitable and, you know, all of those words describing uh, uh, how that weekend has been in the past. I, for one, uh, was a little disappointed about not being able to go back to Cookville, but I think uh, after talking to coaches and all all across the state, they kind of like the idea of moving things around. You know, let's go to Chattanooga for a couple of years, and then let's maybe go to – uh, uh, a Jackson or a Memphis or a Clarksville uh, and, and every couple of years move this thing around. Uh, at first I thought this is going to be an awfully long trip for, for teams from West Tennessee, but when you look at the highways that we have in Tennessee now, uh, maybe 30 to 40, 50 miles max uh, farther to Chattanooga than it is to Cookville uh, so uh, it'll be interesting to see. You and I didn't get a vote so we'll just have to go along for the ride wherever they decide to play these things.
2: You know, it's funny. They have never asked my opinion on this. <laughs> I've been around a long time. they have never asked my opinion.
3: Of course, or mine either one, Monty Hale.
2: <laughs> All right. Let me ask you this. Is there any challengers, you think, uh, to Oakland en route to playing what has become the annual day after Thanksgiving bowl game, I guess you could call it, between them and Maribel and can anybody challenge Maribel this year up in East Tennessee?
3: I really don't think so, Monty. I think it's—I think the eastern half of the state is, is, at least as far as the foreseeable future is concerned, boils down to uh, mariville and Oakland. Uh, there is a new 6A high school uh, in the Tri Cities area, and I think they've got a chance to be pretty good. They've closed Sullivan North. Sullivan South, and I think Sullivan Central. And all three of those schools now are into what will be called West Ridge High School. Justin Hilton, who had been the coach at Sullivan South, is the new head coach of that football team. And so he's, he's kind of getting the best of the best from three different high schools, although uh, Sullivan South has is, is traditionally been the only one of those three that has generally advanced very far in the in the playoffs but i think it's it's oakland and and uh, Maribel on the eastern half of the state it's going to be somebody from williamson county or Whitehaven or houston i think houston's a program in the suburbs of shelby county that i think is uh, is a team that's going to be reckoned with for a while as is germantown houston high school before it opened 10 or 15 years ago, was forced to open because of the overcrowdedness at Germantown High School. They both are in the Germantown zip code, if you will. Uh, But I think everybody's still battling to play Whitehaven. It's interesting that the past four years, there have been two Shelby County regions in 6A football uh, one that had four teams, one that had five. This year they've decided to put all nine of those teams into one region. And so we only have to worry about uh, one team coming out of Shelby County uh, once you get past what quarterfinals, I guess. so Williamson, Somebody from Williamson County or somebody from Shelby County. Because once you get west of Dixon, there's not another 6A program until you get to Shelby County williamson county's got a great shot as does somebody from shelby county probably white haven uh rodney salisbury just uh, does such a great job down there with that white haven tiger football team
2: cane ridge uh in in metro has has been a very good program are they expected to be cane ridge
3: again probably so they really got the uh the rug jerked out from under them last year uh uh, coach woods has done a a a great job with that program a former coach at melrose in memphis but uh uh, he's he's come up here and done a great job they sort of lost some momentum last year uh, because of covid and only got to play i think six regular season games and didn't last very long in the postseason but it's time for him to uh uh, to, to be a major noisemaker in that regard, but still, I don't think they have uh, quite uh, enough to to deal with the Williamson County squads. Uh, Williamson, Williamson County is kind of like Rutherford County. They've got so many schools, probably going to open another one in the next couple of years, and great coaching uh, in all sports, not just football. Um, so it's always going to be somebody to, that that you're going to have to keep on the consideration list when it comes to 6a football
2: all right murph been a fun hour as always appreciate you joining us and again murphyfair.com to get that magazine Uh, place your order soon murph thanks for Uh, joining us today and we'll talk to you soon
3: got a couple of oakland kids on the cover this year so you might want to check that out
2: sounds great you've been listening to all sports talk murphy fair joining us today appreciate him doing that uh Kevin Creasy, the head coach at Oakland High School, will join us tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.
1: All sports talk on news radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parts Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.